0: This is Under the Dome. On today's episode, we'll take a closer look at an oversight agency recently eliminated by North Carolina's General Assembly. For the News and Observer, I'm Lucille Sherman, your host for this episode of Under the Dome. It's Friday, February 19th. Today's very exciting Closer Look begins on Monday morning, when a former North Carolina General Assembly employee took to Twitter to share some surprising news. That news is that Republican leaders are dissolving the Program Evaluation Division, which is a division tasked with evaluating the efficiency and effectiveness of state programs and agencies. And that means it impacts people all across North Carolina. The elimination of PED, as it's called, means that the General Assembly will no longer have a group of 14 nonpartisan staffers researching the impact particular policies have. These staff members don't work for Republicans or Democrats. They're in their own little bubble. They're supposed to look at what's working and what's not working in North Carolina, largely at their request of legislators, and the division is said to have saved the state millions of dollars. How well the division does at accomplishing its goals has been debated in the legislature and on Twitter this week. Some people have told me the unit doesn't do enough or it doesn't work fast enough, but... Ultimately, I've been thinking that a group of people whose sole mission is oversight and accountability is important, and it's hard to argue that it's not. And that's what we're talking about today. So in case you're really curious, the way that I got assigned to reporting and writing about the program evaluation division is I was the only politics reporter working on President's Day other than my colleague Brian Murphy, who was covering the censure of U.S. Senator Richard Burr, but that's another story. And I really thought I went into covering this thinking this is going to be an insider story because it mainly has to do with people who are inside the legislature, but I was very wrong. So I'll start from the beginning of the history that I know about the program evaluation division now. So in the 1970s, the North Carolina legislature was controlled by Democrats at the time. And that decade, they created a bipartisan committee nicknamed GovOps, tasked with oversight. And for years, North Carolina didn't have a specific program evaluation division made up of non-elected people who are non-partisan researchers for the legislature, Finally, North Carolina came around in 2007, and we were one of the last states to create a division like this. So PED was created in 2007, and it was put under this committee that was created in the 70s. So we had now an oversight committee overseeing a group of people who do oversight work. This division was led by John Turcott. He's the former employee who announced on Twitter that the division was being eliminated. He's worked in three states total in different legislatures doing this exact same thing. He's worked in Mississippi, he's worked in Florida, and now he's worked in North Carolina. He retired from his job as director there in September, but still seems pretty plugged into what's happening, hence the tweets. And without his tweets on the issue, I'm not really sure how long it would have taken me to learn about this, or if I ever would have learned about it. But since it was created, PED has put out well over 100 reports, all of which are publicly accessible online, and that includes their yearly reports detailing what they've accomplished. PED says it saved some $38.6 million annually, plus an additional $37.7 million over the last 14 to 15 years of its existence. I would like to note here that that's a difficult number to verify, but PED includes information on all of this on its website. Until now, legislators could request that PED produce a report on a particular agency or program. One of the most recent reports the division produced, for example, looked into the state's housing finance agency and found it could be doing more to address a rising number of affordable housing units that are actually becoming unaffordable. If you scroll through PED's list of reports, you'll find a lot of things just like this. You'll see they've looked into the Department of Transportation, the Department of Administration, Child Protective Services, Disaster Recovery Funds, and a lot of other things. But Republican leadership maintains that eliminating this program PED will actually make government more efficient because instead of having a division embedded underneath an oversight committee, it will just be the oversight committee and the staffers that work for the oversight committee. So essentially what spokespeople for legislative leaders have told me is that they're cutting out the middleman. Joseph Kaiser is a spokesperson for North Carolina House Speaker Tim Moore, and he told me that lawmakers felt like problems weren't addressed by PED in a timely manner, and that eliminating the program will mean removing a layer of bureaucratic red tape, as he said. And the legislature will instead use that extra $2 million it will save by eliminating the program to hire partisan staff members that, again, will work for this GovOps committee. Another thing is that legislative leaders say legislators have more teeth than the people who worked for PED ever did, and they can compel state agencies to share more information because they have subpoena power. Lauren Horsch is a spokesperson for Senate Leader Phil Berger and said that agencies can simply just ignore requests for information from BED. She pointed to the Government Ops Committee's work, or GovOps Committee's work, investigating Governor Roy Cooper's role in the approval of the Atlantic Coast Pipeline. That investigation by legislators found Cooper improperly used the authority and influence of his office, but they also found he personally didn't benefit from those things. Turcott, who has run PED-like divisions in two other states, as I said, said the value of PED, though, really lies in the expertise of its staffers. Several currently working for the division have PhDs, Some have law degrees, most have a wealth of experience in public policy, you can see their bios on the website, and many have worked in state agencies themselves. His argument, to counter what legislative leaders are saying, is that many partisan staff members are not hired based on their public policy experience. Some partisan legislative staffers that are hired previously worked on campaigns and they don't have policy experience, he told me. The House Speaker's spokesperson, Joseph Kaiser, countered that point by saying there are three other divisions in the legislature that have nonpartisan staff who will also be able to assist with bringing unbiased perspective to policy. So it's a trade-off, it seems like. There's the argument that legislators have subpoena power and PED didn't. PED has the expertise and knows how to talk to state agencies. And so it's really a matter of how you're looking at it. One last point on this is that legislators, lobbyists, and staffers that I've talked to about the elimination of PED were not all that bummed. Some of them said that PED created more work for them or didn't accomplish that much or was just slow. A lot of people didn't give me really tangible examples, though, and I think that's worth noting. Representative Craig Horn is a retired Republican who used to co-chair the committee, GovOps, that oversaw PED. And we talked a little bit about People who were frustrated, or agencies who were frustrated with PED and the push for transparency. He said that the entire point of PED and the committee is transparency, which just isn't always in people's best interest. This is his quote To me, that is the very essence of what we're to do. That was our charge. When you start stepping on toes, people scream. I'm not surprised there was some considerable pressure on legislative leadership to put PED out of business. And that's everything you need to know about the current happenings in the legislature when it comes to a division made up of 14 nonpartisan policy staffers inside North Carolina's legislative building that's being eliminated for more from our politics team subscribe to the news and observer at newsobserver.com slash subscribe follow us on twitter at under the dome and nc insider and sign up for our weekly political newsletter also called under the dome at newsobserver.com slash newsletters thanks for listening